it. Uh, it's a lovely rainy November morning and we're actually driving in the car to the airport end of another tour with Kathleen and Bob they are going to fly to Alexandria Egypt Kathleen and Bob are actually well traveled especially in the Middle East so we're here to talk about their travels in the Middle East recently or the ones that they had in the past and their visions about Middle East and travel to Middle East. Hello Bob, hello Kathleen. Hello. Hello there. So uh, this is not your first time in Turkey I know. Bob you were here last year? I was here last year. I was only in Istanbul though but I was in Istanbul for five days. Wow five days. toured almost all of Istanbul. Parts that probably some native Turks have never been to. Wow. <laughs> Great. And you were here, Kathleen? This is my third, third trip time? to yeah. Turkey. My first time was in 1967. 1967? 1967. Uh, so my recollections are a little dim. But uh, Well, you should come back again, you know? <laughs> and then uh, again in about 1972, I think. Uh, both times pretty much limited to Istanbul. Uh-huh. And it was actually in 1967 that I visited uh, other spots in the Middle East, including... Which uh, countries? I was in Lebanon. Lebanon. Israel. Israel, over. Cyprus, okay. Rhodes. Um, I think that's it. Great. And uh, this this was in 1970s we're talking about. Uh, no, that was... All of those... All of that traveling was done in the... Uh, 60s, 67. Sure, about Great. six months after the June War. Wow. So, Bob, you traveled uh, around in the Middle East quite a while too. Which countries have you been to? Well, in the last three years, I've been to Oman, Abu Dhabi, Dubai, Jordan, Israel, Morocco, wow. and, uh, and Turkey. Wow. Is there a specific reason you choose Middle East to travel? Well, I, I'm very interested in history and culture, and the Middle East is always in the news. Yeah. So now when I read about Jordan or Israel or even Oman and the Emirates, uh, I have some perspective. So I've read a lot about history, culture, religion, and uh, I now feel that I know more about this yeah. than, than the average American. That's what I was going to say. You are a brave soul to travel to these countries, which... Everyone in U.S., not everyone, but majority of uh, the, the the media coverage uh, that has taken place in U.S. Uh, shows majority of these countries as a no-go or dangerous places to visit. Am I right? Or well, I'm sure that's true. Uh, you read about that, but I, in my perspective, in my travels, uh, I've never felt threatened or in danger. Certainly not in Turkey. In Turkey. Uh, you rarely see police or military or have any sense of danger or threats, so uh, that's that's a popular perception, but it wasn't my experience. hasn't been my experience. Yes, well, don't forget that we got stopped yesterday by a traffic police. <laughs> <laughs> They do traffic controls, and these are regular controls. So, uh, traveling into the Middle East, especially, I would like to e- express on that. Uh, how do you feel, Kathleen, 
traveling into the Middle East? Well, of course, it's quite different now than it was in 1967. Uh, it was just before the really big problems started to happen in Lebanon. Uh, and uh, obviously there was, uh, it was, a, it was a more precarious time to travel as a woman. I did not find any uh, discomfort this time in Turkey. Of course, we were uh, in fairly uh, touristed places. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I, I was lucky to have come to the Middle East as a very young person, yep. and it did, as Bob said, expand my notion of what was going on here. which was Jesuit. Wow. And they made sure that for the entire time we were in the Middle East, we had both a uh, Muslim and a Jewish perspective, which wow. I think was brilliant of them. This is really good. I mean, you you, you also told me, Bob, that uh, when you visited Israel and Palestine, you had uh, uh, Israeli and a Palestinian guide together. Is that right? Yes, it was a tour that had guides, a Palestinian and a and an Israeli guide, and we went to all of the sites of the three religions of the book, and we got the perspectives of each uh, at those. It was very enriching, which I would recommend to anybody touring, because a, a religious tour that just emphasizes one of the traditions doesn't give you the whole picture of the area. True. Uh a couple of days ago, I was uh, on Twitter and I was I was surprised to see a friend uh, that I follow on Twitter. Never get to meet him actually. Uh, he's doing Catholic tours in Rome and out of Rome as well. So uh, there, he has a group in in Jerusalem right now, and he was talking about uh, a tour in Israel. And he was talking about how Muslims pray to Mary. And I said, yes, we do also have a sanctuary, almost like a sanctuary, like we have the house of Mother Mary, and we do pray to Mary. And on the other hand, Mother Mary is mentioned more in the Quran than the Bible. So that's also another statistic. So everybody thinks, not everybody, but majority of the people thinks that uh, Muslim religion, Islam, do not cover anything from previous religions. On the contrary, Islam says we are covering everything in the past. They are still the same book, uh, the, 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 still the same God and books sent by the same God. But this is just the last one and their claim is that this is going to remain as the last one. That's why the, all of these uh, controversies uh, controversies are actually happening probably all around the world right now. Uh, on the other hand, we're talking about Middle East, but I mentioned before to you that Turks, we don't consider ourselves as Middle Easterns. So uh, we call ourselves Anatolian, which we call our country as the motherland. It actually has a different meaning where the sun rises from in the, in the old, old Greek but this is what we call it, Anatolia, Anadolu, 
so we don't consider ourselves we, we consider ourselves unique uh, not part of Asia not part of Middle East not part of Europe but a unique uh, and a little bit of each uh, and a bridge between them all what do you think about this I mean in, in terms of uh, the the nature of the people well I, I've only been to the western part of Turkey and Istanbul Uh, so I think it, I suspect that it would be different in the east yes, as you get right. further away from Europe. But in, certainly in, in Istanbul and on the coast here, uh, it's very much this sense of Greek. It's not a whole lot different than, Greece, than you find yeah. in Greece, which I were, where was there last year. And, and similar to that is Morocco, where I was last year. Yeah. They don't consider themselves African, so to speak. Yes. They think of themselves as Mediterranean. Yes. And uh, I think that's the same thing here. You, the difference between the coastal Turkey, where we are now in Bodrum, and uh, and the Greek islands or even Athens, is there's very little difference. It's very similar. Architecturally, just in terms of looking at people uh, and food habits yeah. and other things. So I think I really get what you're saying in that regard. Yeah. So yeah, what, what do you my, think, Kathy? In my perspective, from 1967, uh, where we only were in Istanbul, yes. uh, I initially felt uh, that it was quite different than Europe. But yeah. then by comparison, of course, at that time with uh, Lebanon, for example, yeah. huge difference, huge difference. Wow. Uh, it was a much even even such things as the uh, private space between you and another person <laughs> yes which in the Middle East seems to be less right. than what you're we're right. accustomed to in the West you're right that piece of it was not present in Turkey that is it felt more European in that respect Wow so uh, and, and but you know these are observations from 50 plus years ago so food the food certainly binds as Bob said the food binds Turkey to Greece amazingly yeah well as, in, in this part, in as, this part. Uh, yeah, as, you, as you said as Bob also said as you also mentioned uh, we are in a western region yeah. yeah as you go inland it starts changing especially in the cuisine because I mean they don't grow olives there they don't yeah, yeah. have fish or so on and so forth I mean the regional differences Uh, that you'll be seeing in Turkey, which means that you should be coming back again. <laughs> so one final thing, I'm just going to count on the count, count all the places that we visited. So you landed in Izmir, which is ancient Smyrna. Uh, we had terrible rain in the morning in the agora of uh, Izmir, but it was actually a lovely morning to discover the old old town of Izmir. So then we drove down to Ephesus, visited Ephesus, one of the largest Roman sites located in Turkey, which was a very important Roman harbor city as well. This is a city where Paul visited and preached and actually were sent to exile as the last stand uh, of Paul in these lands, one of the earliest Christian communities were also located there too. Then we drove down to one of the largest 
oracle centers, Apollo temple at Didyma, the largest standing temple, Roman temple uh, that we have in this country. And then we draw inland a little, inland Aegean to the Pamukkale to see the Hierapolis, a Roman city, and the Travertines, Travertines, I'm sorry, or Travertines? Travertines. Travertines, yes. Travertines, I just cannot get that pronunciation right all the time. Travertines, and uh, these are the UNESCO World Heritage uh, listed places. And then we draw down to Bodrum, Halikarnassos, to see the castle, which is now partially being restored, uh, which was the first museum of underwater of archaeology. And also, we visited the mausoleum of Halikarnassos, which is one of the seven wonders of the ancient world, together with another one that was located in Ephesus, the Temple of Artemis at Ephesus. So, out of all these places that we have visited, can you tell me which one did you like the best? Kathleen? Oh boy, that's a that's a tough one. I think it was the Temple of Apollo because of, Apollo. Uh, of the setting. Uh, there were no tourists. I felt like we were discovering it on our own, which right. is always a special treat. Good. And about you, Bob? I don't have a favorite. I've traveled much of the world, and and I people ask me what is your favorite destination and. I really don't have one because everything is unique. Everything is fascinating. I mean, Ephesus and and uh, the other temples I've read about all my life. I've studied. So it's just wonderful to be in that same physical space. And I think each one of them is worth visiting. I don't have a favorite. Oh, my God. Okay, all right. Thank you. So I'm hoping that you'll have a good visit in Egypt, you're going to go to Alexandria today and you're going to take a, a river cruise on Nile, is that right? So we're going all the way up to Aswan. Aswan, yeah. And uh, this has been a wonderful tour and any of you who are cons- looking for a guide, I certainly will recommend, <laughs> certainly will recommend Ceylon, he's been wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Kathleen. Uh, I'm hoping that you're, you're going to enjoy your future travels and maybe hope, hoping to see you again in Turkey in the future. Goodbye. Thank you.